coming to you from the Deep South. This is the Blue Collar Leadership Podcast. High impact leadership is not reserved for leaders, and it has nothing to do with your position, title, or rank. However, it does have everything to do with your character. It's time to climb to the next level and beyond, personally and professionally. Now, let's start making it happen with your host, Max Story. All right. Thank you for stopping by the Blue Collar Leadership Podcast today. So today I'm going to talk to you about, I had a friend of mine call me up. I'm not, not going to call him out here, but he called me up and uh, he, he'll know who he is if he's listening. And he, he listens at some point to all my podcasts, I think. So he may get a hold of this one, but he called me up. He had his 27-year-old daughter uh, on, on speakerphone with him. And she was kind of struggling with, with her job and he just wanted her to talk to me for a little bit. I had never spoken with her before. She's a pretty amazing young lady. And uh, my friend's pretty amazing father to to be talking to her about leadership development, and personal growth. And he actually told me she'd been interested since she was 14. So she, she's out here in the real world now at 27 and she was kind of struggling at the moment. And she was feeling used by her employer, which happens a lot. And if I remember right, I, I think she was maybe in a, a management position at some level and and uh she was basically having to work a lot of hours she's doing a lot of the, the work she's you know doing more than she, maybe she expects that she sh- should be having to do and they're not supporting her pay wise so she feel like she's not getting paid enough you know all this kind of stuff and she she's frustrated because she works hard she works a lot of long hours and she's she's stepping up to the plate but her leaders, she feels, are not stepping up to the plate. And it's happened to her before. And as I told her, it's probably going to happen to her again. That's that's what people do. They like to use and abuse people. Not everybody likes to use and abuse people. But most most organizations, that's what they do with people. They do it with the people on the front lines. They do it with the up-level leaders. But I want to share with you some of the things I talked to her about. Because it was really cool. By the time we got done talking, she said, I feel so much better. We only talked maybe for an hour or so, maybe even less than that. But she said, I feel so much better. She said, this talk has helped me connect the dots. And that's what she needed. She needed to connect some dots. So I shared a lot of leadership with her. But the cool part was, I said, so you feel a whole lot better about everything. She said, oh, yeah, I feel a lot better about about everything. I said, you realize that nothing has changed except you. Because all we did was talk. She had all these problems when we started talking. And they were still there. But she felt completely different. So I want to share some of the some of the top things that I, I shared with her. And I, I told her, I said, you need to go back and listen to my series on Blue Collar Leadership Leading from the Front Lines. It doesn't matter what position she's at. It doesn't matter. The advice that I gave her doesn't matter what position she's at. That's why I don't really remember. Because I wasn't worried about what position she was in because it didn't matter she just needed to learn some principles and apply them for the rest of her life and she understood that after we talked she was bought in she was hungry for it but the only thing that changed was her level of awareness to what was really going on to her level of taking responsibility for what was really going on because see one of the things i told her up front was you know, if you got a bad boss and all that, don't go in and blame them because they're not responsible for you coming to work every day. You're responsible for you coming to work every day. 
you go to that job every day. You don't have to. But if you feel like you have to, it's because you don't have options. Because you haven't done the work on yourself to create options. One of those options is to fire the boss. Go work somewhere else. Or you may think, like she did, this happens to me everywhere I go. Because it does. It happens to a lot of people everywhere they go. So I told her, I said, what you got to do is you got to go to work every day. Whatever these people are paying you. Yes, they may be overworking you. Yes, they may be abusing you in a certain kind of way that, that they're taking advantage of you. That's a better word, maybe. That they're taking advantage of her willingness and ability to get the job done and they're not rewarding her for it. That happens to a lot of people. It may be happening to you. But I I told her, you got you to gotta reframe it. If you can frame it the way you told me about it, you can frame it the way I'm about to tell you about it because I can reframe it too. I said, this is what you got to do. I said, you got to understand a couple of things. You you get you get paid every day for your experience. Everybody listening to this podcast, this applies to you too. Doesn't matter who you are, where you are, what you do, how long you've been doing it. Doesn't make any difference. You get paid for your experience every day. Every day you take it home with you. Every day you bring it back and sell it again. You have the option to go sell it to someone else. And a lot of times someone else would, would uh, pay you more for it. I, I know from experience. I had 14 years of experience with a company. Didn't feel like they were paying me what I was worth by no means. Validated it for myself. Went across town and, and uh, nearly doubled my pay. And I didn't know nothing about the new company. I knew nearly everything about the old company. It's amazing how people just will take advantage of you, isn't it? It's one reason people job hop. And a lot of leaders wonder, why do people job hop so much? Well, it's because the people where they work don't take care of them. They don't appreciate them. Until they're gone. And then you got to pay somebody else more to come work there when they had somebody already working there who knew a lot about it. But anyway... So what I was telling her, first of all, don't get angry because you go to work every day because you choose to go to work every day. Even if it's a bad boss, even if it's a bad situation. If you walk in every day, that's, that's, your, that's your choice. You don't have to. But when you go in there, walk in every day and say, I cannot imagine, I can't believe that these people are training me, or paying me, excuse me, are paying me what they're paying me to train myself for whatever's next. And I, I help to understand, when you go in there, yes, you may be carrying more load than you should. Yes, they may not be paying you extra to do it. But you keep raising your hand and you keep getting experience. Because when you raise your hand and you volunteer for projects and for jobs and you're over-delivering, you're getting results, whatever it is you're doing, every time you raise your hand, you get some new experience. If you go learn this new process or you learn how to do something new and you get results, you're, you're developing yourself for whatever's next. You're creating options in the future. So don't worry about if they're not paying you now. You're going to make sure you get paid later. That's up to you. And that helped change her mind. It changed her mindset about... She saw the job different. I told her, you got to go in and do the work. 
Every day you got to do the work, whatever the work is, you got to do that. But I said, as you start reading and growing and you're starting to apply what you're learning in uh, leadership development, personal growth books, you're going to expand your mind. You're going to get amazing results. You're going to help grow and develop people on your team. That's going to make you more valuable. Doesn't make you more valuable for this employer. You got to understand this is not the only employer. There's lots of other employers out there. You can take your experience and sell it to them. And then you can go there and raise your hand and get some more experience. And you can raise your hand again and get some more experience. And if they don't value you, you can go sell your experience to someone else. That's the way it works. So I'm talking to you as an individual worker. Doesn't mean you're a frontline worker. You may be a boss. You may be a VP. It doesn't matter what level you're at. You go in and you walk in and you say, I can't believe they're paying me to train myself or whatever's next. See, then when that happens, you quit playing the bad bosses game. They still play in the game, but you ain't playing anymore. You play in your own game. Instead of the boss using you for their benefit, you can use the bad boss for your benefit. But you're, you you don't have a same level of character, poor character, as the bad boss. Because why why you're you know the bad the bad boss is going for win lose, they want to win, they want you to lose. But you're going for win win. You're at a higher level of thinking and understanding. You're going to do an outstanding job for that poor boss so he's gonna win but you're gonna do an outstanding job for yourself so you're gonna win your team's gonna win while you're there everybody sees you're winning they know who's causing things to get better as you grow and develop you start coaching and mentoring and teaching those people around you 360 degrees from wherever you're at the kind of leadership i talk about it helps you lead or influence is the other word, in 360 degrees. And that's why I was telling this young lady, leadership's influence. Your life is going to be better when you have more influence, not less. And she said, that makes a lot of sense. I said, it does. And hardly hardly anybody goes out and studies books to help them learn how to increase their influence. You can learn how to do it, just like you can learn how to do anything else through books. You pick a book on a certain topic, you go read the book, learn how to do this stuff. You got to go apply it. That's where you really learn. You can read a book on how to fly a plane, but you ain't going to learn how to fly a plane until you start flying a plane. You can read a leadership book, but you ain't going to really learn how to lead until you start leading people based on the principles you learn from the book. So that young lady had a complete different mindset just after a short conversation. So I just wanted to share that with you about the science project. That's how you have to see it. Every job you're working on, it's a science project. You can't believe they're paying you to train and develop yourself for what's next. And it doesn't mean you fire the boss and leave the company. You may fire the boss and go to a different department. You may bypass the boss. You may become your boss's boss at some point. Or you may get into a completely different department. You may be in accounting and you move to engineering as you grow and develop. 
or you may be in customer service and you go to sales or you may be working on the front line and you go to sales. There's all different directions you can go. You don't have to leave a company to fire the boss. You can fire the boss and stay in the company. But it's up to you. And that's the number one thing that I helped that young lady understand was everything's up to her. As soon as she understands everything's up to her, she ain't playing somebody else's game anymore. She's head coach of her own game. She gets to decide what's going to happen. She gets to decide where she's going to go, when she's going to go, and who she's going to go with, and who's going to go with her. That was another important thing I told her. Because if she's got team members, she starts getting results by helping them get results. And I'm talking about developing them with the stuff she's starting to develop herself with, leadership development material and personal growth type stuff. She builds trust with them. She trusts them. They trust her. She respects them. They respect her. When she leaves, guess who wants to go with her? They do. And they deserve to go with her. They don't deserve to stay with a bad boss. And I want to say this to you. If you... If if you're if you value the stuff I'm talking about and you ever leave a company, it's your responsibility to take those people with you if they want to go. Don't feel bad about leaving them with the bad boss or taking them from a bad boss. Let me tell you this. The bad boss does not deserve to have good people. So if you've helped grow and develop some people, you can give them some new options. They deserve some better options. If 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 the boss is good enough, you can't take those people. If the, bat, if the boss is bad enough, he can't keep those people. You, you can't take people from a, from a good boss. They won't leave. But it's a responsibility of high-impact people. If you've got an opportunity to take people, when you move from one company to the next, if somebody wants to follow you, you need to take them with you. Some people say, well, that's... You know, that's, I don't think that's doing the last company right. If, if, if you were at a company that uses and abuses people, if you're the leader and people want to follow you and that's why they were even at the other company because of who you are, when you leave, they deserve to go with you if you got some space for them in your new, new place. If not, you just keep helping them. They may come with you later on. But it's... If I leave a company, I'm responsible to those people who are on my team. If they want to come with me, they can come. And if I'm the leader and you're on my team and you leave and you take some of my people, all that is is a big red light that says I need to get better. I'm not the leader. I can't keep my people. That's what high-impact leaders do. I, I would tell everybody on my team, if you can take... Take any of our team when you leave, they deserve to go with you. If you leave and want to take them and they don't want to go with you, they deserve to stay right here with me. Because then what you're doing is you're trying to see who can be the best leader, high-impact leader, based on character. I wouldn't make anybody, if I had a company, people were working, I would make no one would sign a non-compete. Meaning, when you leave here, you go do what you want to do. If you can take people, you take people. If you can take customers and clients, you take them. 
Because if I ain't good enough to keep them, I don't deserve them. You do. But I'm going to tell you what. I'm going to be getting after it. I ain't going to be a leader sitting at the top resting on my laurels. I'm going to be getting after it. I'm going to be growing and developing people. I'm going to be building relationships with the people in my company, the folks, our clients, our partners, our suppliers. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be getting after it. So if you ain't getting after it, you ain't got a chance to start with. And I'm going to know that when I say you don't have to sign a non-compete. And if, and if you're good enough to take my customers and my team members, all that is is a, a flashing red light that says, I got some issues I need to work on. I need to get better. And I want to get better. But I'm going to tell you up front, I don't think you'd be able to take them. That's what I'd be telling the folks who come on my team. I got to earn them. You got to earn them. That's high impact leadership. That's abundance mindset. Abundance says there's plenty to go around. There's enough for everybody. The pie gets bigger. They're not just so many pieces of pie and then it's gone. It gets bigger. We can all win. You create an atmosphere like that. People don't want to leave. Good people want to stay. The ones who leave, most of the time they need to leave. But I just wanted to share that with you today. It was on my mind from talking to my friend and, and, and his daughter. It was really cool. She she was she's hungry. She was taking notes. My I was saying something. My friend said, "Oh, she's taking notes, Mac." And and then she as soon as I knew she was taking notes, I started giving her some more specific things to to focus on. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you, you need to if if you if if you feel used and abused in your workplace, you need to read my book, Blue Collar Leadership: Leading from the Front Lines: How to Lead Yourself Well. You need to read Blue Collar Leadership and Teamwork, 30 Traits of High-Impact Team Players. One thing I told her was, whatever you do, if you don't like the boss, don't go in and try to make the boss look bad because guess who looks worse? You. I'm going to tell you what, I don't. I, I ain't going to look worse so I can make my boss look bad. That, that's not, that doesn't even make sense. You try to make the boss look bad, you're going to look worse. I'm going to go in. I'm going to do a good job. I'm going to make the boss look good because when I make the boss look good, I look better. See how that works? And if I don't like the boss, I'm going to find me another another boss. I'm going to fire that boss. But while I'm on the boss's team, I'm going to tear it up. I'm running my own show. I'm the coach of my own team. I'm playing my own game. That's what you need to be doing. And if you're afraid of change, a lot of people, they won't fire the boss because they're afraid of change. So instead of shining, they, they just stick around and keep whining. I got a book for you. Change happens. Leading yourself and others through change. That book is a great book for leaders to, to use to develop their people relative to embracing, leveraging, championing change at work because things are constantly changing at work but that book's also full of principles for people who maybe need to change their job address or maybe they just need to change their job within a in the company they're already in or maybe they do need to change an address maybe they need to change the boss maybe they need to change careers altogether or maybe they need some changes in their personal life 
So those are those are some resources for you right there if this uh, podcast appealed to you in any way. Number one thing is don't make the boss look bad because you look worse. Make them look good because you look better. You're playing your own game. You ain't playing their game. Your game is win-win, though. I win, you win. Most bosses, they win, you lose. You ain't playing that game. You playing, I win, you win. I win, you the boss wins. I win, you the team wins. You play that game, anyone watching has a lot of respect for you. They're going to talk highly about you to anybody, anywhere, anytime. You start having a bad attitude because of the boss, you look bad. You lower your production because of the boss, you look bad. You let quality slip because it's one way to get back at the boss, you look bad. You don't do what you need to do safety-wise because you know it can make the boss look bad if, you, if you're not following the rules. Well, you could get hurt or somebody on your team could get hurt. Plus, you look bad. See how this works? Forget about the boss. Play your own game. Create your own options. Live your own life. Talk to you next time. Make it happen or someone else will. It might as well be you. Are you serious about taking your career and your life to the next level and beyond? Check out Max Story's Blue Collar Leadership Series books and others now available on audio along with paperback and ebooks at Amazon, iTunes, and Audible. Please visit bluecollarleadership.com to learn about Max books, programs, special offers, certifications, and more. Thank you for listening to the Blue Collar Leadership Podcast.